Hi everyone! Welcome to our broadcast channel. Here are three graduate students majoring in social policy at University of Pennsylvania. It's our mission to promote social recognition of gender inequality in labor market of different countries and seek social policies to address them. This is Emily. This is Jesse. And this is Chelsea. According to the Global Gender Gap report released by the World Economic Forum, in 2022, the global gender gap has been closed by 68.1 percent, which slightly increased from 67.9 percent in 2021. The global gender gap index was first introduced by the World Economic Forum in 2006 to benchmark progress toward gender parity and compare countries' gender gaps across four dimensions: economic opportunities, education, health. And political leadership, among 146 countries covering the report, Iceland ranks the first, the United States ranks the 27th, and China ranks the 102nd. The gender gap has significant social and financial impacts on women themselves, their families, and even the country's economy. Today's podcast will introduce some basic status quos of gender inequality in the workplace. And we will compare the situation of three different countries. First, let's welcome Chelsea to talk about the gender. So, in 2019, the gender wage gap in China labor market is about 81.6 percent, and the average wage of women is about 1,030 American dollars. In 2022, the average monthly salary of a woman reached. One thousand two hundred and forty-five American dollars. Though the female average wage rises by about six percent year on year, women continue to earn about eighty-two percent of men's salaries. With more women choosing to study majors such as science, technology, engineering, and math, more female graduates have found jobs with high salaries in these industries. However, more than 70% of employees in the top 10 most paid technical positions were still men. Also, for women in China, one more year of education helps to increase their salary by 5%, which is 0.5 percentage points more than men. Part of the reason was that men with low educational backgrounds can also have well-paid jobs like. Manufacturing, engineering, mining, and smelting, but the choices for less educated women were more limited. So, how about the gender pay gap status in the United States, Jesse? Well, a similar situa- situation can be seen in the U.S. Although slightly improved, gender inequality is also apparent here. According to the Census Bureau and the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Overall, in 2020, women were paid just 83 cents for every dollar paid to men. Particularly, it's very important to look into the pay gap across different racial and ethnic groups. There is no single gender or racial gap, since women of different backgrounds have very different experiences and earnings. Specifically, compared to white non-Hispanic men. White women were paid just 79 percent, black women were paid 64 percent, and Hispanic women were paid 57 percent of white non-Hispanic 
man's wages. Then how about the situation in Iceland, Emily? Thanks, JC. Yeah, I choose the most representative Nordic country, Iceland. So the Global Gender Gap Report found that Iceland has closed 89.2% of its gender wage gap in 2021, taking the lead as the most gender equal country in the world. Uh, for the wage gap, Iceland has a 87.4% payment gender gap in 2020, which is the ratio of gender wage. The index is calculated by the female wage divided by the male wage. The wage gap between men and women has narrowed in recent years, and this applies equally to the income from work and the adjusted wage gap. The gender division of the labor market largely explains the existing wage gap while the effect of education and demographic factors on the wage gap has decreased, especially in recent years. It's important to notice that the pay gap is calculated based on wages of the population in the full-time year-round labor force. That calculation does not include people who lost their jobs and therefore had no earnings at all. Since low-wage working women were most likely to lose their jobs, removing them from the calculation artificially inflates the earning ratio, making it seem like the pay gap closed faster than it likely did. Therefore, we should also pay attention to the gender gap in employment rates. So Emily, would you like to tell us the status quo of the employment rate gap in Iceland? Sure, JC. So in 2021, the labor force participation rate of male in Iceland is 77.5%, while females is 69.3%. Labor force participation rate of male is calculated by the percentage of male population age older than 15 in national estimations. So as, uh, so as the females, from 2010 to 2021, the employment rate among male is constantly higher than the rate among women due to the fact that women are more likely to stop working in order to care for children and their families. However, Iceland has, some, has the highest employment rate among women in Europe. Uh, Chelsea, can you give us some information in China? Thanks for sharing, Emily. So in China, women made up 44.5% of the total labor force in 2021. Also, the labor force participation rate for males is 74% and the rate for females is only 61%. Women are still seen as primary caregivers and are expected to stop working to care for their families. Women in China spend three times that of men or one-sixth of their lives on unpaid household activities. Additionally, Gender stereotypes and discriminatory language are prevalent in job advertisements. 19% of postings for civil service jobs in 2018 specifically listed a requirement or preference for male candidates. In job advertisements that target women, 
Many include requirements for women to be married with children to make sure that they won't require maternity leave in the future. Some employers even list specific physical attributes, such as specific height and weight requirements that are not related to job duties. Then I like to share the data of the U.S. In 2021, 56.1% of women here participated in the labor force. By comparison, the labor force participation rate for men was 67.6%. Among the people in the workplace, women make up about two-thirds of workers in low-wage jobs, and women of color are particularly overrepresented in these jobs. Occupations dominated by men usually pay better than female-dominated fields. Even when the, these jobs require actually the same level of education and skill. What's yet, the COVID-19 pandemic exacerbated gender inequality. In the past three years, the unemployment rate for women rose more dramatically than for men, and the percentage of women in the labor force fell to the lowest it has been in decades. gender gaps, many countries have proposed and implemented corresponding policies. Taking China as an example, in February 2019, the Ministry of Human Resources and Social Securities of China and the Supreme Court enacted laws to expand workplace protections for women. These included prohibiting employers from asking women about their marital or family status and from requiring women to agree not to have children as an employment condition. A fine of $7,400 may be imposed on employers and recruiters whose job ads are gender discriminatory. However, it is still unclear how well the law is enforced in reality. Although China has such laws against pregnancy discrimination, some employers still defy the aforementioned labor laws, leaving women little success in seeking legal redress. Frankly, there is still a long way to go to really achieve gender equality in the workplace in China. Well, compared with China, I think the U.S. government has done more. In 1963, Congress passed the Equal Pay Act, which made it illegal for employees to pay women lower wages than men for jobs requiring the same skill, effort, and responsibility. Later in 1978, Congress passed the Pregnancy Discrimination Act to try to eliminate discrimination against pregnant women in workplace. Besides, under federal law, faculty members are protected against sex discrimination by Title VII and Title IX during hiring process, promotion considerations, job training, or any other condition or privilege of employment. And last month, New York City's paid transparency law took effect, which requires employees to disclose pay ranges in job posting. I think it's also a critical step toward gender equality, since previous studies show that women negotiate less frequently than men when applying for jobs. 
Despite the laws and policies, gender discrimination is still a reality for far too many women. So I think more specific and feasible regulations are needed. And I guess Iceland does better in the policy part, since it ranks first in gender equality. Thanks for sharing, JC. Iceland has the greatest law system that makes it ranks first for gender equality. First and most well known is the Equal Pay Certification, the first policy of its kind in the world. This policy, which went into effect in 2018, requires all companies with uh, 25 or more employees to provide annual proof of equal pay for men and women. The policy previously only required companies to disclose information on wages. But the government expanded to further increase job satisfaction and transparency in pay system. This one-of-a-kind policy is closing what is remaining of the gender wage gap in Iceland. Iceland also implements lots of law regulations that makes it the most women-friendly place in the world. The Act on Equal Status and Equal Rights of Women and Men identifies differences between indirect and direct gender discrimination, uh, acknowledges gaps in the wage, and recognizes that gender-based violence is harmful to society. Article 15 of it states that no public com- company Broad or company may have less than forty percent gender equality. The law also states that any company with more than twenty-five employees must have a gender equality program in place, which will review goals every three years. Article twenty-three of it states that gender equality must be taught in schools throughout all levels of education. That means from early education through university, which is free, or sports classes and forms of schooling must include and practice gender equality. Besides all these amazing regulations, Iceland also has the best parental leave policy in the world. Icelandic Act of the uh, Parental Leave, which increases the parental leave from six to nine months. The parent governments covers parental leave for birth, adoption, and foster care for all employees in Iceland. Even those who are self-employed, paying eighty、uh, percent of earning salary to new parents. Parents split the time of leave equally, equally to ensure that、uh, children grow up with equal care from both parents, and workplaces are balanced. The policy is truly the gold standard of parents parental care. That's all for the gender pay gap status quo of these three representative countries, and we'd like to wrap up the information we've mentioned. In China, women's average wage rises year by year, but the gender pay gap is still significant.
The Chinese government has enacted some laws to provide some solutions to this problem, but the social stereotypes of women's household responsibilities and employers' intangible discrimination makes this inequality issue harder to solve in the short term. While in the U.S., the gender gap is also apparent in workplace, especially when race and ethnicity are taken into consideration. Although the gap is closing gradually, the improvement is very, very slow, especially during the pandemic. Also, the gender pay gap varies substantially from state to state and from industry to industry. In Iceland's case, other countries may learn from it, like having clear law regulations on the responsibilities of companies and give women more protection in labor markets. Also, it is important to build gender equality recognition from an early age so that it is more possible to achieve it in all areas besides workplace. That's all for today. In the following episode, we will focus more on specific topics like the gap in different industries and at different education levels. We also hope to advocate for more policy changes that can protect women's rights and improve gender equality in the workplace. Thanks all for listening today. Welcome to subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram. You can find We Deserve More 2022 No Space on Spotify and on Instagram. Also welcome your comments and reviews. Feel free to leave your ideas. See you next time. Bye. Bye.